Welcome to a brand new episode of the Soul Blazers podcast. Co-hosts Amanda Ware, our Christmas queen and founder of Hello Holidays, and Dr. Carol Osborne, our multi-venture guru, are ready to sit down and share their stories, insights, and wisdom to inspire aspiring trailblazers like you who are gearing up to start your own business, seeking personal growth, or looking for that spark to set your soul ablaze. Let's talk a little bit, because Amanda's way more social than I am, but let's talk about time as it relates to our um, social engagement. Because I think, especially post-COVID, so many of us were lonely and suffered from being isolated, and we are kind of uh, slowly restarting to reorganize our social time and how we interact socially. And... I don't know about for everybody else, but I would say it's been kind of fits and starts for me Mm -hmm. of bringing that back (laughs) online and, you know, wanting to do it from a place that's intentional and wanting Mm -hmm. to really have close relationships and friendships. I think it's an important part of being a human being and uh, realizing how many, like, traps there were in pre-COVID life around social activity. Mm. So if I'm going to something social that I don't really want to go to, if somebody invites me to a party, it's because I don't want them to perceive that I don't like them or that I'm being rude. But for you, the motivation might be a little different. Yeah, if someone does a social event and I'm not, I don't go, my, the reason that wh- why I'm upset that I can't go is mostly because I feel like it's not because of FOMO, it's not because I think they're going to be mad at me, or that it's because I think I'm going to become irrelevant. Like if I'm not at the different things, I'm going to be real, irrelevant and I'm not going to fully know what's going on or be able to keep up with the times. Since COVID, actually, that helped me because I got to hang out by myself more and not so many big gatherings. And now I'm learning that's kind of actually the opposite. Yeah, and is, is it like if I don't go to this thing, they won't invite me? To Maybe. The yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Because I do that if I I'm not if I invite someone ten times, and I actually now I'm not so. But before, when if I invite somebody something ten times and they say no nine of the ten, I'm gonna just guess they don't really want to be invited because. Now, you're like this, like, thank you for not giving me the, not making me have to say no to you. Like, you don't have to answer, rather not be invited. Yeah. Like, Alice, oh, this is a great one. When Alice had her party and she did not invite anybody, mostly people I didn't know, and I said, well, Kara's going to be glad you didn't invite her because then she doesn't have to, you know, then she doesn't feel like she has to go somewhere and she can be at her new lake house. And I was like, but if you didn't invite me, I'd have burned down your yard. I would have toilet papered you. Don't you dare not invite me. But Kara's cool. She didn't need to be invited. we all start to like re-engage socially you know it's a good reminder I'm a big fan of the four agreements I think it's a standard that everybody should go back to but um, to not take social invitations so personally Mm, yeah all of us have a tendency and it's probably like junior high baggage for really every adult woman at least I don't know as much for men but like is like feeling a part of things or feeling left out or just general social dynamics, 
you know, however we approach that, we probably learned at like 12 and are still mostly doing whatever we did mm-hmm. when we were 12. <laughs> and like, it's true. I, I want to at 40, whatever, be in a place of being able to say, you know, the things that I want to do, I make time for, which for me, as somebody who heavily skews to one-to-one, what I want to do is I want to spend time with my handful of close friends. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I don't like everybody else mm-hmm. or because I don't enjoy a variety of people. It's that I feel like I get so much out of people that I know well enough to be truly, like, completely unguarded with. Mm that to me, that is what I prioritize. Now, I know plenty of people who feel like their time wasn't well spent unless there were a hundred people there mm. because the like light contact with lots of people feels better to them mm-hmm. and it's more mm-hmm. um, energy giving mm-hmm. than deep conversations with two or three people. It's all just personal preference and I get that. And I think I would just say like, we do this for each other, but for people in general, it's like, give yourself a little grace and give everybody else a little grace on figuring out how to restart social activity post COVID and understand that we're all, you know, trying to figure out how to like take care of ourselves, totally. take care of our families. Oh my gosh, when, so- when you invite people to a party and they say no, we should say, Thank you for loving yourself. Thank you for, you know, being okay. To t- I feel so good when you tell me you can't do something. I'm like, <laughs> she feels safe to tell me. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. That is like a compliment, a gift. I would love to make that. I would like that to be everybody. Totally. And I, I feel that way too. Like, You taught me that. We love to entertain and I love to have people around, but it's really important to me that everybody feel comfortable coming and going as they see fit and like not making it something stressful. Like, you know, Mm. I hate going to someone's house where it's clear that having people over stresses them out. Oh gosh. True. You know, don't like, don't make yourself uncomfortable to invite us Mm -hmm. over. Like, you know, I feel like they didn't feel comfortable inviting me over. Like, that's what makes me feel like when I go into someone's house and I'm getting, I'm going to try not to be like a PSA. Stop it. I don't want to be on your boat if you care too much about it being clean. I don't want to go to your house if you care too much about it being clean. It's kind of like, it's too much stress. Is that selfish in me? No, I don't think so. But it's also to say to the other person, like, it's okay. Like... Things don't have to be perfect, and I'm not judging you, and I don't think you're, like, a bad housekeeper because you invited me over and there was Lent on the rug, you know? If your friends are worried about Lent on your rug, are they really your friends? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think people are a good housekeeper when their house is clean all the time. (laughs) Like, that just doesn't impress me much. That's a Shania Twain thing. It doesn't impress me much. But I'm, am I different? Is it me or is, it, or is everyone else care about cleanliness and I just don't care about cleanliness? Because to me, it feels like that's something that I can't value if I want to value 
loving, safe relationships. I can't also value. I can't also value my house being immaculate and me giving you the love that I know I would like to give you at that moment. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably just still like that sense of like fear of being judged, mm. and, like you know, she says she doesn't care, but is she gonna go? be like oh it was a cares and it was a wreck you know yeah. and like I think that's all really internal work of like just really getting past true because if you were if you went to Alice's and you're like I was at cares yesterday and it was a wreck I'd be like yep it was it was a wreck it, it was, was a wreck. wreck and I would have said I would say I went to cares up it was it'll a wreck and I loved it. it and it'll probably be a wreck the next time yeah. you <laughs> Like, you know, I feel really comfortable being a wreck. Like, I don't feel defensive about that. Uh -huh. But that's also me getting to a place of comfort with my own, you know, strengths and weaknesses. And, like, feeling really comfortable saying, like, if this is for you, you're very welcome and I'd love to see you. If it's not for you, that's okay, too. And yeah. Don't be afraid to just say, you know what, it's chaos over there. Yeah. I'll come and see you later. Oh, yeah. Or we'll meet up somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Or we'll meet for lunch or whatever. Whatever. I, I just think as we re engage and think about, you know, even the concept of saying, like, well, I have social obligations. Like, are you really obligated? And what does that mean anyway? Like, you have chosen to be a part of certain things. You know, I'm. I've chosen to be on certain boards or whatever. And, you know, I'm, even that's fits and starts. Like, I'm reevaluating that because I don't want to do things I don't have time to do a good job at. And, like, honestly, right now that often falls to the bottom of my list. I just have other things going on. And it's not that I don't want to be helpful. It's just not as high priority for me as maybe it was five years ago or ten years ago. Yeah. We, I think we all have that fear of a last opportunity and we are lucky enough to get in an age where we are learning patience and learning that opportunities come and go. They come. If you miss this opportunity, there's another one coming. It's coming for you. It, and you can't yeah. miss things that are meant for you. They'll just keep recycling. If yeah. it's something that's really a part of your world and something that you're intended to be working on you'll get more opportunities and timing's everything you know if you've got a bunch of little kids it's maybe not the right time to be on a bunch of boards even if it's an issue you really care about yeah it's right? a good and point like you know a friend's mom her name's lynn told me one time people talk all the time about how life's short She's like, yes, and it can be, and you should think about it like that, and you should make time for the things you want to do. She's like, but the truth is life's probably going to be really long, and just because you can't do it right now doesn't mean you can't do it someday, and just because it's not happening right this second the way you it's want okay. it to doesn't mean it won't ever, and probably you're going to have 75 or 80 years that you're going to have to fill up with something. Don't push it through and do it all right now what are you going to do with the rest totally. you know? and at the time I was like 30 years old and I was having a third of a life crisis because I basically met my goals like the things I wanted to do I've done 
and I was having this sense of like, well, shit, now what? You know, and it was a really helpful piece of advice of like, you know, chances are life's going to be long, and it doesn't always have to be 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, mm-hmm. a nice smooth 35. Sure. You can just kind of plod along and rest and not drive yourself nuts and not be strung out all the time. You'll probably get around to it. Oh, that's great. That's great advice. That's good. Time is on our side. We are not fighting it. We are not in resistance. And our social obligations are not obligations unless we make them obligations. Exactly. Unless we want them to be obligations. We get to choose that. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Soul Blazers podcast. Kara and Amanda, your soul blazing big sisters, are just laying the foundation for all of the amazing things to come. If you want to stay up to date on new episodes, be notified of any discounts, or get a glimpse of what we are working on behind the scenes, go to soulblazers.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Until next time, soul blazers.